You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Alex. And this is Josh. And we're filmmakers. And we're drinking bourbon. We are. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that was a good clink. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. That sweet, sweet brown stuff. That's right. Josh. Yes. Who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, I'm Josh Emerson. Yeah. Other other than a good friend and colleague. Yeah. Um, I just a shooter here in town. So just yeah. a guy. You know, just you a guy. Modest SOB. <laughs> uh you're interesting. Okay. Your path like just yeah, as a human. No <laughs> your path in this crazy industry of ours. Where did you start out and what are you currently doing? I don't want to talk about the future yet, but sure, like sure. where have you been? So my my path here is a little funny. I started in design. I was in the design program here at UC and uh Cincinnati University of Cincinnati and did a lot of video projects, loved them, but I was in design. So I went down the path of doing web design, kind of hated my life after doing that for a while. Uh. And um, I found my way back to video through, um, I kind of just dabbled in, somebody asked me to shoot their wedding. So I shot a wedding, kind of got into that. Was this after school? Did you have a full-time job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I was was still working full-time at the time. When I when I started shooting weddings, I may have been either at Procter and Gamble or at an ad agency. I can't remember. It's oh, nice. it's just kind of all blends together yeah. now. But uh, I did that, and then I eventually just got um, sucked into it and started realizing that there's a lot more um, interesting things than shooting weddings. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I met some people and, and just started doing a lot of corporate bullcrap stuff and. Uh-huh. And uh, love it. So that's what I do a lot of now. There's a lot more of like corporate bullcrap. What would you cons- like classify yourself as? A shooter? A, a editor? A, what do you do? By the nature of my job, because I do a lot of everything. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of the you know one-man band, do a lot of stuff. Um, wanting to become more of a, an actual DP. So, yeah. Gotcha. But I do it all by necessity. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so that's that kind of brings me to this month. This month is Sound Month, and you're kicking it off, but you're not fully a sound guy. Correct. But you do sound. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you I've know done it. sound. I've done it. I've done it a little bit. Um, like I said, I did a lot of video projects in school, and so you get your yeah. feet wet with a lot of different things. Um, being a one-man band... I don't always get the opportunity or luxury to hire somebody. And so you just kind of have to figure it out. And so in doing that, I've acquired a lot of gear. And so I have a nice little mixer and some nice microphones. And What, what do you have on the gear side, audio gear side? Um, mixer, I have a sound device 633. It's a little three channel. Well, it's technically a six channel mixer, but I only use it for three channels. Two lobs and a boom. I don't have very nice lobs. I have some like Sennheiser G3 series, nothing amazing, um, no electronics or anything. But um, as far as boom microphones, I have two different um, Sheps microphones, which are pretty expensive. Mo- sound guys usually see me and they're like, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? Why did you get this? I have, a, I have a colleague who I do a lot of work for, and he invested in them. He's like me, except um, 
loves doing the whole production from um, start to finish. And so he invested in them. I guess I think he did a shoot for a behind the scenes shoot for uh, uh, those Miley, ah, not Miley. Who's that? Those Jim Beam ads with the the chick. Oh, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Yeah. yeah. He did the behind the scenes for Ashton's those. girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did the behind the scenes for those. And, and so he started talking with one of the sound guys and he was using one of the Shep Seamitz series and he was like, I'm going to buy that. And it was, you know, like a normal shotgun microphone might be in the five seven hundred dollar range. This one's about two grand, so it's a what? lot more. But it's a lot of bourbon. But it's <laughs> but it sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, nice. And then you okay? So you so he bought it. And yeah, I was just like, okay. You bought it from him? Or no, I any... bought it. He bought them, and so I do a lot of work for him, and so. I've always kind of just followed his lead. And okay. so I do, he, he hires me a lot to do a lot of things. And so I always just kind of replicate whatever his kit is, mm. is, is in, in terms of like um, cameras or audio. So so you matched his kit mm-hmm. and you have the top of the line. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you and I have worked together in your sound mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. So we, I, we've done a few, a uh, couple short films where you were, the mixer. You were the guy. You were the yeah, sound guy. Yeah. I did the kill game. Yeah. And that was not using my mixer. I didn't have it at the time. What was it? That was like some tiny little uh, thing Brandon bought, right? I, it was junk. What was it? <laughs> oh, it was, I don't even know. It was, it was so terrible. Do you remember, Bart? It was like a... Yeah, it was a Tascam. Tascam. Yeah, yeah it was a Tascam. Four and, channel? It was terrible because you would turn the dial and you'd get... Like normal, you can go all the way to zero. Yeah. This one would, you'd get like five degrees away from zero and it would cut out on you. So it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't turn off all the way. So no fine adjustment. No, it was, it That's was just, rough. But, but what's funny is the guys here, like we, we brought it in and Adam was like, it sounds great. Sounds clean. Like so yeah. Got a clean signal. I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. And then we did the, I did the one with you, uh, Lapses. Lapses. And then Pink Quarter Moon. Pink Quarter Moon. So, which I don't think that's... I've seen an edit of that. Have you? Yeah, it's ah, cool. Cool. I can't wait. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. It sounds good. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't know. Like, I do a little bit of watching... Like, there's a guy on line. I can't even think what his name is. Hmm. He, uh, he's he got a YouTube channel. For audio? Yeah, yeah. And I watch some of his videos and just kind of try you to... you got to find that. What's his name? Because our listeners probably want to know. I can find it. Yeah. He's good. I think it's Matt. Matt, Not Matt Workman. No, no, no. Okay, because we, um, in one of the recent episodes, it might have been, yeah, it was last week when we did the listener questions. We kind of went through online learning and, you know, different channels and stuff. There's a lot of resources out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you mentioned Shane Hurlbut's Inner Circle, and I actually am a part of that. I did that for the free month, and I I didn't want to spend the money to. Well, and I think the thing with the Shane Hurlbut is that, you, it's not like lynda.com. Mm. Like Brandon mentioned Linda, and I have a subscription to that too. But Linda, you subscribe and you get full access to everything. Shane, yeah. you only get access to like the last three or four like videos that he released. And then you get like any of the new stuff. And if you want any of the archives, you have to pay. And some of it's like Is it $100 per, a pop or per episode? No, no, that per, like, everything he releases, series? once you like, it's like 20 bucks a month and everything that you, he releases, you get, yeah. except for like older stuff. Weird. It's kind of weird, but, but honestly, the, the value that I have in it is the, um, 
the Facebook group. He has a, a Facebook group, and he. Oh, that you have to be a part of the inner circle to be. Uh, yeah, and that it's just like it's you, really you're great. a member. Yeah, it's kind of like you're in a cult. It well, and, and I brought <laughs> I was on the show a while back, and I brought it up. Like the I paid money cult. to be a part of yeah. that group, and. And uh, honestly, I haven't even watched any of the tutorials that he releases in a long time. You're I just, just using it for the networking. Just for the network. Well, just for the learning, because everybody posts work and says, yeah. "Here's how I laid this out." Um, Dude, I still haven't found this, guys. Speaking of that, though, uh, Facebook, there, I, I, th- I just added you to one too, right? Yeah, the super secret film group. Oh, and that's Evan Borsier. Bors, yeah, Borsier, Borsier. However you say. I. Be, be, after becoming part of that group, I'm considering leaving Shane Hurlbut's because Dude, he's got some because heavy honestly, in there. it's the same thing, but it doesn't cost twenty dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, but that's really what I feel like the Slack group is slowly becoming. Um, totally. I feel like we've gotten. I feel like the pe- the thing that's great about our Slack group is that there's so many people that are like really interested, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the the big the thing that Shane Hurlbut in the secret su- super secret group. There's just the volumes. And so as soon as we get to that volume, I think. Yeah, it's like a critical mass yeah. we have to hit. And honestly, the Slack is such a better platform for that I discussion. Think it's cool. It, it kind of breaks it apart a little easier. You can start threads. You can, you know, you can do everything you can do on the Facebook group. It just didn't doesn't get clogged down. Exactly. You know, with. Uh, I found it. It's Matt Price, and it's Matt Price on YouTube. It's Sound Rolling. So Matt Price Sound Rolling. Matt Price Sound Rolling. Does he's, he have a whole collection of videos on oh, how-tos? Tons. He, he breaks, he teaches you how to use the stuff. He has a whole bunch of things where he talks about, like, mic placement oh. and things that I'm like, I wish I would have known this for Kill Game or, wow. or for all these other videos. Um, that could be, a, yeah, invaluable resource. So Matt Price Sound Rolling. Mm-hmm. One word or two words? Sound Rolling? Sound Rolling, one word. Cool. Well, there yeah. you guys go. I'll, you know, check that out and let us know if you use any specific, uh, you know, online learning channels, platforms, mm-hmm. institutions, whatever you want to call them. Oh yeah. And you've mentioned you mentioned uh, Matt Workman. Matt Workman, he's, cinematography database. Yeah, he's great. He has he lots of. I, I good haven't stuff. checked out, and you and I have texted back and forth about the uh, Cine Designer. Yeah. Which I haven't gotten into it yet. Me neither. But I know a couple people in the state of Ohio in my general like immediate group have started using it mm-hmm. and they've had great results. Cool. One of which uh, saw some great behind the scenes posts uh, from Kenny Mosier. Do you follow Kenny on no. Instagram? Uh, Showdown visuals. He's out of Dayton. So he just did this cool shoot. Shout out to Kenny um, in Columbus with LED tubes, a hard softbox, in frame softbox over top. And it was like, it looked like athletics and really cool stuff. Shot it on like a uh, helium weapon and Koa anamorphics, just oh, cool. gorgeous package. But he posted Cine Designer frames and then the ultimate like in camera angle. And he talked about how it was good to visualize how many tubes he needed, the placement of that. Like, I assume you could do that with any, because it not just lights. Like you could visualize my I don't, mic placement. I don't know yeah. what you could do with it. Well, but. I I feel like. Uh... It, it's got to be, for a guy like me, well, I know you do a lot of bigger time shoots where you're dealing with a bigger crew, yeah. you're d- dealing with bigger fixtures. I don't get to deal with a lot of bigger fixtures. And so I don't know the difference between an M12 and an M18. Like, what mm. What am I going to, you know, I, I don't always know. Like, But with that, you can visualize it. Exactly. The and intensity of light. That sounds really attractive. But oh. I think you have to learn Cinema 4D, and that's... Do you? I don't know. I was I was looking at. I thought he had created his own thing where 
based on Cinema 4D, but he had kind of made it easier and more accessible. I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'll have to check know. that out. But I have to do that. Do you, have any of you out there, our listeners, do you guys use either Cine Designer or any previs software? If so, what and why and how and how did you find the time <laughs> to mm-hmm. invest? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Man, sound. Josh Sound. Yeah. Are you going to explore this more? Like, is that a, are you going to keep doing it? I know you said you want to shoot you know, more. Yeah, I, I would. It's, it's funny because I end up down these funny paths. I'm, I'm a, like a lot of us, I'm a gearhead. Mm. So I get. An airy a, gearhead I, too. <laughs> no. That, what is that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a geared head, not uh, a fluid head. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 The wheels. The wheels. The yeah. Wheels. I'm no, no, those are those are cool. Never got into you those. Stay in my dad jokes. No, I, I am, I am, I am a gearhead, and so I find I get down these paths where I want to make my productions better, and so I I start investing more in equipment, and uh, sometimes it's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bad thing, because then you start doing, you start getting uh, spread too thin, and I start doing too many things that I'm not mm. focusing on the things that I want to do. But I really do like sound. That's what's funny. I uh, mm. so I don't know. Jack of all trades kind yeah, of thing? Kind yeah. of, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think you just start stripping them away. Like, the, you, you know, you're young. We're all young. Oh, yeah. You've got a lot of years left. <laughs> you can find something. But, you know, the good thing is right now you're you're actually working. You're making money. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you seem, always seem busy. I am. I, uh, I, I've, I've got a couple of great clients. Yeah. Guys that are kind of like do-it-all filmmakers. And they have some good clients, and uh, they bring me on a lot, or they hire me when they can't be there, and mm. they keep me busy, which is great. And we do a, a fair amount of traveling. So nice. You kind of do run the whole gamut too, like not only the corporate side, but you've done B, like you've done BTS videos for a couple yeah. of projects I've shot, mm-hmm. which turned out awesome. And then you know whoever uses them as marketing. Yep the the beauty shoot that you were just on, yeah. I was on that one. Did the behind the scenes. Kill game. Oh, I was the audio guy. Yeah, you were the audio guy. Kill game. <laughs> the UC job. I did the behind the scenes on that one. Which that was, was amazing. Uh, that yeah. was uh, and that that is really, I want more set time. So, mm. being a behind the scenes guy is perfect because I get to be in a safe position where I get to know I do what I really know how to do well, mm-hmm. which is run and gun, and I get to just Observe. sit back and watch and and you're cool because you get like answer my questions I can yeah. pop in there and be like hey why did you do this why did you put the softbox right over the camera because that seems like you'd make flat lighting you're like exactly <laughs> I want flat lighting I want flat beauty yeah. and I was like okay that's cool I didn't know that I said what did I say light everywhere just put light everywhere put light everywhere <laughs> yeah just blast them make them look good that's funny man uh, what do I, let's see future future yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to pursue not the, the artist, not the musical art. But. <laughs> I'm just trying to pursue becoming more of a DP. I've really dug into um, the Wandering DP. Oh my God! And uh, Patrick Pat- O'Sullivan. Patrick O'Sullivan. And, and I really yeah. like him because he gets technical and his uh, breakdowns are genius. Yeah, yeah and uh, that is just. It's been really helpful for me to to just to break things down and to understand how do you achieve things, how do you mm. achieve the natural look, and uh, I am I'm just loving it. So he's big on shadow and like mm-hmm. negative fill and loves all that. the moody look. Oh yeah, yeah, and I love that. I love that look, and so I don't really know how to achieve it. It's a you big know? thing nowadays. Yeah, underexposed yeah. and you know 
four stops down on the right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, blackness. Yes, that's cool. Yeah. What I do love you uh, speaking of cinematography and shooting? Since you do everything, what what are you working with right now? What is your current kit? My current kit, uh, as far as camera, yeah. I have a C three hundred, the original version, which is a fantastic camera. Yeah, I have the uh, I have the C one hundred as well, which I use as a B cam often. Um, but I've been trying to get into more. The original C one hundred. Okay. Yeah, I I'm trying to do a lot less two camera setups. I'm trying to do a lot more uh, where I shoot and shoot B roll instead yeah. of trying to just do a talking head with two cameras. Totally. Um, it feels a little flat. Mm. So that's what I've been doing a lot of. Um, that's the camera I have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you it's, do uh, just internal recording? I mean, you can't do external on that, can you? Uh, it's yeah, you can. It's got a. It's got a. Um, I do all internal. I have a Atomos. Okay. Um, uh, I don't think I've used it in two years. <laughs> Just too unwieldy. Yeah. 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 I, I use it as a monitor sometimes, but I don't ever record to it. Uh-huh. Um, I had a couple hard drives. I don't, I don't have any solid state drives for it. Oh. And so they're just spinning hard drives they and jump and crash and yeah, just I just don't trust it. So no, those are meant to stay inside of a desktop computer. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, I just don't trust it, and I just use it as a monitor. It's a nice. expensive monitor, and what? I have a small HD um, monitor that I use most of the time. Do you were you AC seven or DP seven? DP seven Pro, which yeah. is the OLED. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, they, I don't even think they sell those anymore. Nope, nope, they moved on. They seven oh twos and yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm a gearhead, so I get a yeah. little lured. Like, oh, I need to get that. But uh, no, I, I, I'm happy with what I've got. It works You've great. Been, well, obviously, like at this point in your career, your cameras are paid off. Yeah, oh, yeah. everything's paid oh, yeah. off, and you're just banking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, eh, I, buy, I keep buying crap. I, uh, it's I our, just bought a. I just bought a. Uh, it's our siren, box. siren song, like B and H. Updates. I respect guys <laughs> like you. I you don't you don't own a lot of stuff. No, I you own, own one camera. You own a camera. You don't even own lenses. No. And I own a camera. I own my own support. I yeah. own lenses. I own you're, audio. You're a shop. You're a full shop. I am a shop, and I don't want to be a shop. <laughs> That's what's so funny. Yeah, but no, and and I yeah, I just bought a, a bright tangerine matte box, and man, just bought another Zine lens. That's funny. Yeah, it's just years of your. Uh, your little child's college tuition. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, you're a dad. He's two. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? He can climb on the countertops. Oh, and that's get into terrifying. The, he can get into the cabinets. What? Do you ever make videos with your kid? You know, um, my wife. Silas, wa- right? Yeah, Silas. Yeah. At the end, at the beginning of the year, my wife downloaded this app on her iPhone. It's called One Second Every Day. Yeah. And I, and that's what I film him. So one second. Yeah. I film a second every day, which, where's my phone? I'm going to make one right now. Do it. What is it just creates a, yeah. like a montage thing? All right, ready? Sure. Are oh, you got to say hi. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> cool. Now now you'll be in my one second videos for the day. Awesome, man. So I'll, I'll Part of history here. Yeah, exactly. And this so, will be released in how many hundreds of years? Oh, I'm going to release <laughs> it at the end of the year. So after I've got 365 days... I'll post it to my Facebook account. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it'll be 365 seconds. Yeah, 365 seconds. That's too One long second. Nowadays. We don't have that much attention. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's funny because it, I used to watch it like for the first, I don't know, 100 days. Yeah. Every day I'd add a new video and I'd watch the whole thing. Now I don't have the attention for no, it. Because now I'm like, I don't know, that's 200 cool. days in or something and I don't have. 
It, does it keep the audio too? Or is it yeah. just video? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Weird. So and it's it puts, gonna be... The only thing I don't like, but I do like, is in the corner it puts the date. So it's kind of weird because it's got the date in the corner. Yeah, but it like scrolls through. As yeah, you... but but it is kind of cool too because then yeah. you can like, oh, look, that's when I was he in skipped Hawaii. Yeah. Pause it. He skipped the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, dude, speaking of Canon gear, so you, you seem to be all Canon. Yeah. Would you say you're a f- Canon fanboy? No. 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 I like Canon. Yeah. Um, Canon is great. It's not without its faults. Mm. Just like every camera is not without their faults. Yeah. Um, what are the faults you see, I guess, in your I have current this rig? C300, yeah. uh, the biggest fault. Slow-mo. Well, that is that is that is 720p60? Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That, that as far as the camera uh, build, yeah. I don't like the monitor. It's you put it on top. It's clunky. It's mm. got the hot shoe thing. It always mine always wants to like go cockeyed. So they I always ha- feel like my camera is unlevel because well, they haven't changed it. So yes, yeah, <laughs> I know, and I I want the Mark II. So no. no. Oh, hold on. Before we go any further, yes. Do you see the announcement? C two hundred. What do you think? Um, I'm still I'm still interested in C three hundred. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Even though C two hundred does. 4K internal raw. The, I guess 120 frames. Do you think they'll HD. make the other one? You don't think they'll like bump the other one up? Yeah. I don't know. Does it use the C fast cards? The, the new one? Yes. The C300 Mark II? Yes. Um yeah, that's what Brandon was whining about the media costs. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're expensive. Yeah. yeah. And I have a lot of CF cards and so to go to C fast it's yeah, a uh, lot of money. You just buy a DSLR and you use it for that. <laughs> Repurpose them. Yeah. Um, it looks interesting though. It does. It does. Like seventy five hundred bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, it's f- like five grand. I think if you've got body the B only. version, yeah. Yeah, but if you buy the kit, seventy five hundred four K internal raw, almost a yeah, smaller form factor. Yeah. So gimbals, like you put it on a M ten, the old movie that sucks. Yeah, you can do that if you want. See what's funny <laughs> is like I I want to see three hundred Mark two. Yeah. But in my heart, I really want the C700. Ugh. Have you even seen one in the wild? No. It's like but an elusive I, creature that yeah. no one's captured. And I'm I'm really interested in it. I mean, not the price tag is really hefty. Steep. I mean, see, I and that see, I, you said, am I a, a, am I a Canon fanboy? I'm not. Of course. But I've never <laughs> shot a red. I'm I'm kind of nervous to shoot a red. But all the cameras, you're like, I'd love that new C300 Mark II or the C700. Yeah. Eh, maybe C200. Well, see, and but I, I've been very tempted by a red. Uh-huh. But that's a talk about steep price point. Well, like, yeah, and that's that's barrier that's, to entry. You know. Well, and and it's not the workflow is not what my clients usually need. So, mm-hmm. but in okay, so in your realm, in this, you know, both run and gun, both corporate. Behind the scenes, why have you, have you never considered Sony, or have you have you tried it and not liked it? I've shot a uh, the FS seven hundred. Oh, the old one, yeah. Oh, and what's the new one? The FS seven. The F. Yeah, I've shot both of those. Okay. Um, thoughts, quirks. I did qualms. not like the FS seven hundred. That thing was a plastic junk. The box with the flip it, up it felt, monitor. Yeah, and, and uh, it felt yeah. like it felt like a plastic. Yeah. Bazooka. I don't know. It was long. I feel about all Sony yeah. cameras. Yeah. Sony, want to sponsor the podcast? The FS7, though, I like that camera. Yeah. But 
I just didn't get enough hands-on time with it. We shot, we were shooting some slow-mo stuff for Cincinnati Children's. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. I just didn't get a lot of, I got like half a day with it. Mm. So ergonomics, it was nicer than the C300. Still the weird menu system. Did not like the menu system. Didn't like the gain structure. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a weird thing with uh, Sony cameras where if you put it into high speed mode or over crank it, you can't view a LUT. You, you're mm-hmm. stuck viewing S-Log. Yeah, and and I had a lot of focus issues because of that. Yeah, it's hard to tell. There's no contrast. Exactly. You know? I had a lot of focus issues, and I saw the footage later, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. It was a little soft. <laughs> In that case, you, you almost have to use an external monitor, like a small HD with a LUT built in. And I didn't have any, any rigging equipment yeah. for that because all my stuff was really geared towards my camera. Yeah. So I didn't really have any rigging equipment to put my – so, yeah, it was with just... Sony. So the form factor is a big issue because you have to put a cage on it mm-hmm. in order to rig anything off of it. Right. Kind of the same thing with a C three hundred. Right. There's and no... I already have a cage. So yeah, with something like the red, like a red or a, an Alexa, you've got kind of mounting points everywhere you'd want a mounting point, exactly, which is kind of cool. They've thought that through. I think you know, Canon. It seems like they're going smaller and boxier, mm-hmm. and eventually they'll just release something that's like all cheese plate with like <laughs> thirty thousand quarter twenty and three eight holes. Just like put yeah, put it everywhere. Uh, I don't know. It's matter. controlled by your phone. Doesn't matter. You know. The uh, the the C seven hundred though definitely looks. I, specs wise, it definitely seems unimpressive. Yeah, it's like two years too late. Exactly, yeah. but as far as like if you're in the Canon, like. Fanboy club? Well, uh, oh. no. If you're in that, if you're in that, uh, if you already own a lot of Canon crap, that workspace, yeah, yeah, it re- the ecosystem. That's what mm. I should have said. Yes. If you're in the Canon ecosystem, it definitely looks attractive. I mean, it, lo- it looks more like an Alexa Mini. Yes. As far as, as like far as the specs, physically, it looks like you shoved a C300 into a FS700. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I just like the the menu system looks nice. The yeah. the button dedicated buttons looks like an Alexa, and I'm like, that's cool. Speaking of dedicated buttons in a completely new ecosystem, have you given thought to seen, you know, considered the Ursa Mini Pro? No, I am. I don't. There, I know there's a lot of fanboys. Yeah, it's just it's not. It's I don't know. I I'm on that. Like I said, Shane Hurlbut's inner circle. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of guys that love them, but there's a lot of guys that talk crap about them because they they don't seem reliable. That's an issue. And that's all that's all I really know. I've never touched one, so I can't tell you. I can't say from experience that oh, I was on this important project and it didn't work. It's just that's the way I feel. Hmm. Yeah, me too. So, Feelings a big big deal. Price wise, they're very attractive. Competitive. Spec wise, yeah, but. I just I don't want to deal with that, and that's mm. and I think that's one of the reasons I I I spend money on good stuff. It's the whole buy nice or buy twice. I don't want to deal with something, you know. True. That's so. That's why the, the, you know. See, I think we need a shirt that says that buy nice or buy twice. <laughs> I and that's that's when been all my else mentality. Fails, yeah. Drink bourbon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I've I've bought I've I've gone through rounds of cheap stuff, you know, cheap tripods, and not happy with Learn them. And your you lesson. end up you end up. You know, I've seen too many guys buy the next, the $50 better tripod and the $50 better and they keep doing it. And then they've spent way more than I have, even though I, I bought a nicer one from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's, uh, you know, spe- we're, we're talking about cameras a lot here, but that, 
philosophy goes along with lenses. Oh, yeah. And you own some lenses, right? You own EF? I own a whole set of EF lenses, um, and I also own a small set of zines. I own four zines at this point. That's right. You had those on the BTS4. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, you know, it's kind of, that was kind of one of those things where I felt like, should I be going with the Canon lenses? They're mm-hmm. they're about five grand a pop. I was able to get I was able to snag the Zine lenses on eBay for about fifteen hundred bucks a pop. So oh. it felt like a better investment. What, and what do you think of the the quality for the price? Build quality is excellent. The build quality is excellent. Um, optics, I feel like they're really good. They're I feel like they're superior to the Canon lenses. EF um, or the the CNEs. The oh 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 oh. The the EF okay yeah, yeah yeah not not the CNEs the CNEs are probably superior but I've seen I've seen some comparison tests mm. um, online and, and and you know a lot of times I'll say that the the biggest difference is a lot of times the the zines will have a little bit of a greenish tint to them okay for the, um, from the coatings or mm-hmm. whatever and I've seen that I've done some kind of like white seamless kind of shoots and sometimes in your your highlights, you'll get a little bit of a green tint to them. So hmm. it's usually correctable. But, it's easy to dial out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine spending an extra of three, four thousand dollars each just for that. When when most of the jobs I'm doing are for, like I said, corporate stuff that yeah. they will never pick up on any of those things. Well, here's a question though. Why? So since you own a full set of EF, yep. Why even get the zines? Why? Why buy them? I'm a gearhead. Just, I'm addicted. Okay. It was a uh, no. It's impulse buy. No, I, I, we. I Money did, burning I did, a hole in your pocket. We did. I did a. There's shoot. a bank for that, Josh. Come <laughs> I on. did a shoot. I did a shoot out in. Um, and then it's part of that is I want to make a better product, even if it is for corporate bullcrap. Mm. I want to make a better product because I want things to be able to make a reel. I've it's never okay. made a reel. I've been Still? doing this. I made. The, I've been doing this for six years, and I've never made a reel once. You've been working nonstop. For six years, and you've yeah. never. <laughs> and, well, but see, the thing is, is like, how do you make a reel out of a whole bunch of talking heads? It's just head, 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 head. head <laughs> you know, worst reel ever. <laughs> oh. Set to it like dubstep track. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> head, oh, yeah. head, head, head. <laughs> oh man, I just, I just, I just haven't done it. You know, uh, so. Yeah. Um, but you, I, I'm you, like you shot other stuff too. Like I've shot. Done, there's a cool car trade show thing you showed me. Yeah, SEMA. That's dope. It's it's cool and and like I don't know like moving wanting to be a DP yeah I have this stigma in my head that I can't show something if I didn't light it does that make sense am I stupid bullshit <laughs> yeah completely no yeah yeah I mean the entire here's the premier example of why you can and should yeah. is a, a little little known dude named Emmanuel Lebesky. Okay, so the entire Revenant movie, which won Best Cinematography, didn't win Best Picture, all sorts of things. Uh, it was just like staging and timing. He didn't light any of that. He lit like one fire scene because he had to because yeah. it was too dark. Everything else was just time time of day. But I feel like people that in Cincinnati that are going to hire me yeah. want to hire me because I can light something. Well, yeah. But I feel like you yeah. know that, right? Or, or can you get an interview with the reel that you have and then sell the fact that you can light something? Probably. But I just, There's I a don't fear know. barrier. Oh, totally. You're, you're up against right now. Totally. Totally. You should show oh, things you've shot, things that you have 
DP'd, whether you lit it or not, yeah. you should put in your reel. If you like it, if it's good, if you think in your current market it's going to be a step up, put it in there. I agree. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that it's okay. <laughs> You're my cheerleader. I'm your cheerleader. I, I like believe this. in Josh. All right. There's a new t-shirt. I believe in Josh. I'm just coming up with them all day here. All right. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. And I know it. My wife tells me it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. A yeah, lot of people tell me. And the other thing is, real, though. Yeah. the other thing though, for me is I do a lot of these jobs where I just hand the footage off. Mm. I don't, you know, a lot of the jobs that I do, yeah. I would never put in my reel. For sure. Um, like it's paycheck. Yeah. It's paycheck. Good mm. money. Um, but, uh, I just never get the footage. And, and a lot of times I'm shooting with somebody else and it's like, hey, can I get the shots that I did? Or gotcha. they get intermingled into a piece because maybe me and another two guys shot something. Yep. And so it's like, know. so they don't even, they won't be like, oh, well, I don't remember who shot that, you know, yeah. and so I don't want to claim it. You just give me the raw files for AC0003-11 yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I know that's my card. And it's my own fault, you know, it's my own fault, you know, and there's been a few jobs that I've actually got to <clears throat> legit DP. Yeah. I still don't have those projects. You know, I've asked for them and I don't have them. And yeah, it's like, you just got to be forceful. Yeah. So, write a contract. I've never done a job with a contract. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, I've, not, I've, I, I've done like myself. one and it was like six years ago. Yeah. I've, I've never done that. Okay. So, you want a DP. Yes. Um, you're scared to do a reel because of lighting issues or whatever. Why? I'm not like grilling you. Sorry. Oh, no. That I love this. Terrible. I, no, no. I love this. I love this. Um, why? Maybe you have. Maybe I just don't know about it. Why not? Um, so team up with up and coming director, guy that wants to be a director. Do a short film. Do a, a narrative. Do a music video. Do do things that you want to eventually get paid to do. Totally for free and on the side. You know, it's funny because it's it's that juxtaposition of needing to get paid. Yeah. And not knowing how to get jobs because I do a lot of these corporate jobs that keep me really busy. Yeah. But but it's not where my career. I want my career to go. And so I stay busy with a lot of things that I don't really want to do, but how do I, how do I get into the things that I want to do? And so, mm. you know, how do I, how do I get a music video? How do I connect with a band? How do I, you know, do I do it for free? Do I do it for low price? I don't know. Like those are the kinds of things that I'm. Beautiful thing called the internet. Yeah. Like connects people. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're. Yeah. Uh, you should. I mean, I, I will at this point. In whatever is this a career? I think this is a career. My career, a career. Oh, my yeah. life choice. This is a life choice. This is a, a career. Choice. It's a career. <laughs> no, I've been doing this. I'm mean, at full time job. You know. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I don't I mean, do anything else. Nor do I. But I, I still do free projects. Shh! Don't tell anybody. Shh. Don't tell anybody. I, still I didn't do, tell anybody. I still do freebies. Um, <laughs> hey, what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> probably a freebie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I work with a couple directors who you know they they're constantly. Hey, I got this thing. I, I want to do it. It's stuck in my head. You know, I, I wrote a script or a, a did storyboards or a treatment. I just got to get it out there. Like, do you do you want to do this? Do you want to team up and you know see if we can pull some favors and get it done? Hell yeah, yeah. If I like it, yes, let's do it. Yep. You know, because I know that bare minimum, eh, there's probably a shot or two in there that it's not like I'm working for my reel. Let's be honest, I'm working to make the project better, but. There's going to be at least one or two shots that I can throw into a reel at some point. Exactly. You know, and it's just experience. It's fun. It's what you know I want to do. You know what's funny is a lot of those projects that I take, 
I, I never, I, I end up being the director on them as well. Yeah. And so I end up getting projects. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be real material. Mm-hmm. And then I show up and the people are disorganized. It's not planned out because I'm supposed to be the director and the producer and everything. And the DP. And the DP. And you can still put that on a reel. Well, but the, <laughs> what, no, what I'm saying is, is that the shots never come out the way I want them to oh, because, because I'm pulled so, in so many directions. Exactly. And uh. so, so I end up saying, okay, I'm only going to do this project because I want it for my reel. Yeah. I'm going to get two shots out of this. I'm going to do a lot of shots, but I'm going to get two shots that are going to be awesome. Yeah. And then I get there and it's not awesome. Uh, and it's like, uh, you know, yeah. so I don't know. Just, I think that's part of the pre-production. Totally. I think, and I think that's, I think you're right. I need to find a director, an up and coming director. I need yep. to partner with somebody who that's their gifting. Yes. And that's. It's collaborative. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what I love. On, on any job, really, the quality of the people you surround yourself with will directly impact the final outcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a given, you know. So if you're on a job like that, you're with a up-and-coming director, you're DPing, get the best gaffer you can get. Get the best AC you can get. Get the best key grip. All these people. Make sure that, ta- you know, yep. this is the director and the producer's fault, but, you know, get the talent. Get, make sure that it's cast right. You know, and may- maybe eventually you'll just have to do it yourself. You'll have to direct the project, shoot the project, produce the project, spend <laughs> a shit ton of time in pre-production, yeah. pardon my French, and make sure it's lined out so when you get on set, all you got to do is execute. Yep. You know? That sounds awesome. Right? <laughs> Life lessons with Alex. That's right. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I really do. And you've been, um, I've, I've learned a lot from you over the last couple of years. So I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Anytime. I don't. Cheers. Whatever. whatever cheers. If I can pass <laughs> anything on. I don't know. Don't listen to me. Yeah. Just, just do whatever. <laughs> So I got a question for you. Sure. This is a, a technical question, but I'm I'm assuming that a lot of our, our listeners are technically minded. Absolutely. I don't understand red cameras, and I am confused about. I always They're see from these a different country. They speak four, a different language. Four That's to one, I mean. five to one, six to one. Oh yeah, compression Come, ratios. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand this. So yes, they do record raw, but it's a compressed raw. So it's the you know, uh, how much compression are you willing to deal with, which comes out in artifacting and... So what is no... Comp- what's the least amount of compression? I'm... Uh, I think two to one is what the new heliums can do. Okay. Two or three to one. And then like... Which is still twice to, compressed. Four to one is more? Two times more. Compressed. Is there anything to do with like frame or your cropping of your images? No. It's that's the do. resolution. So on a red camera, um, say you're shooting like I just did with... You know Brady in town? Yep. Yep, so we just shot a hot dog commercial on the 8K yeah. helium, which is, I mean, you can see the detail on those hot dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Woo! That one's a little overdone. 8K. Yeah. Hot dogs. Um, with a red camera, you shoot an 8K, you're like, this is just madness. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shoot 8K. I want to shoot 4K for data reasons. Like, this right. 8K is crazy. So you switch the camera to 4K. What does it do? Punches into your frame, right. and you have so you're on a 50 mil. Now you're on a hundred mil, right? Or not even, eh, probably not 100 mil. You're on a whatever, whatever the factor is, but you're on a tighter lens because of that. You're using the center portion of that lens. The depth of field is the same, but it looks like you're further in. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, it's if all you're shooting, if so, I mean. I guess if you're making a decision, you would. But yeah. would you typically, if you're shooting an AK camera, you're going to shoot AK? 
Well, yeah, because you want to use the full frame sensor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're like, ah, I'm on a 35 mil lens on a super 35 size chip, I want that field of view. The second you change your resolution to anything lower than the max chip on a red, you're using a different size. Okay. Cool. It's dumb. Yeah, that is red, dumb. Fix it. Fix it, red. Uh, and the only way to well, send the newer ones shoot ProRes. And you New can, red cameras? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, they've they've just implemented it, and you can uh, you can do two or four K ProRes using the full sensor size, and oh. it doesn't crop your image, and you get two or two K or four K. So even if you're shooting four K and ProRes, you're, you're getting, using you the, full the full sensor. sensor. Yeah, uh, which is beneficial. Yeah, yeah, totally. I can. That's 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 huge. Yeah, but and, it, and it, a lot of people like and a lot of people like ProRes because of the. The workflow We're on Macs. Everyone's on a Mac in this yeah, industry. Yeah, on a Mac. But I don't. But yeah, and that's the thing. Like the the red ecosystem is very mysterious to me. I don't even understand. Like well, that's why their sensor original was Mysterium. The Mysterium. Because <laughs> they're mysterious. But I don't understand. I don't understand. Like like okay, the C100, and I'm not a fanboy, yeah. but the C100, C200, C300, C500, C700. I know which cameras at the bottom, and I know which cameras at the top. Yeah. I have no idea when I look at a red, which one it is. I have no idea. It's confusing. It'll say it on the t- right above the lens mount on the uh, like body. It'll say. Scar- but is it a Scarlet X? Scarlet but is it a w? Scarlet Weapon or a Scarlet Helium or yeah. a Scarlet? Here, here's a, a very basic uh, of what I consider my understanding of why and how. So they all have different functionalities. Mm-hmm. The top of the line camera will have the best quality control, all the best parts, all the best features. So the right now I think it's the uh, uh, on the Dragon sensors, completely different sen- sensor than the Helium. Okay. Totally different. Uh, is it a dra- is it a weapon? So it'd be a Dragon. It'd be the Weapon Dragon. Yeah, Dragon Weapon. <laughs> okay. Red Weapon Dragon. Red Weapon Dragon. And it'll be the, either be six K or eight K. If it's six K. It's a slightly larger than Super 35 sensor. If it's 8K, it's a VistaVision size sensor. Okay. But either way, same sensor technology, same body, same high-speed functions, etc. Down from that, you get the Epic W. Is that the one that's about 10 grand? And that may be, yeah. No, no, no. It's more than that. Okay. There's one that I know takes EOS lenses only. They're all about the price of a car. Yeah. So... Um, that's the Raven, and that's the, the Raven. basement level. So yeah. you have the uh, the Epic. So you have the Weapon, the Epic, the Scarlet, the Raven, and the Dragon Center ecosystem, whatever. Okay. Uh, the parts get a little less. The quality control's different. So it, it used to be in the MX days when there were only three cameras. Yep. Or two cameras, three cameras. There was the Epic MX, the Scarlet X, and the Red One MX. Mm-hmm. I'll take out the red one. Epic and Scarlet. Epic got all the best parts, all the best whatever. Scarlet had the things that didn't quite pass quality control, but they were passable and would last for a little while. They threw that into a Scarlet and sold that to unsuspecting buyers who would then have noise issues, color, whatever, and their thing would crap out like yeah. a few months into ownership. Um, that carried over, I believe, into <laughs> their current thing where the Scarlets, Scarlet W... Raven, they just want to put out a different option that's cheaper for for buyers. They don't quite have the best parts. Okay. 
and it's like the so you kind of have to buy the you have to buy the Cadillac or nothing. Yeah, no, because I I've shot projects on the Scarlet and have you, you know, shot on the Raven? Just, not on the Raven, but Scarlet X, like which I mean, you have noise issues if you shoot above four hundred ASA ISO, yeah. you're you're gonna have noise issues. I shot it at eight hundred, and we you know dealt with it. Um, you just got to know that you might have issues. Every Scarlet body is gonna be a little different. One might be a little more green. One might have a little more noise. One might whatever. The Epics and above, they're all kind of quality controls there. Okay. But yeah. those start at like thirty grand, right? Exactly. Wow. So it's like, do I send my kid to UC or do I buy an Epic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, epic. Exactly. I vote epic. Yeah, no doubt. College is overrated. Yeah, no doubt, dude. What's your degree but in? Here's the thing. Mine. Yeah. Marine uh, biology or something. It's um. No, it's, <laughs> I was going to try to find <laughs> video production from university. Ohio University. That's right. The I'm sorry, the Ohio. I have a design degree and I don't use it at all, so yeah, that's why I'm I started joking. on marine biology. Okay, but you know, speaking of the red cameras, there's there's been so many good projects shot on every single flavor variety version, whatever, and they all look fantastic. Oh yeah. But the question I have for you, yes, is what have you been watching? Better Call Saul. Is it shot on a red camera? I have no idea what it's shot on. Probably and film. that's something I probably should look. Uh, it's probably film. Yeah, because I think I think Breaking Bad was all shot on film. Yeah. And uh, the other show I've been watching is Fargo. Ooh. Can't get enough Well, of I've it. never seen either, but Fargo I really want to see. Far, right now we're in season three. Fargo season three is amazing. Um, Fargo season one is probably the best so far. Um, but two... Uh, have you seen Fargo the movie? Yeah, absolutely. Car- Coen Brothers. Times, yeah. They didn't. I think they produced this, or they funded it, or something. They're yeah. involved they in some. They gave their blessing. They gave their blessing, yeah. but I don't think they don't. They don't direct it. Okay. But it is some of the best TV is I've ever seen. Stylistically similar. Yes. Like dark, very kind dark. of dark comedy. Yes. Okay. Very well shot. Very well shot. I mean, season one has got some. Epic shots. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Well, you're following Deacon shooting the movie, so. Yeah. You got to so kind of live up have, to something. Yeah. If you're going to put that name on it, yeah. it's got to. I don't think the Coen brothers would sign off on something if it wasn't. No. But as long as you're shooting on a red camera, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you got me right as I took a drink. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. You brought that uh, bourbon all over your microphone in there, Bart. <laughs> bourbon fun. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, Better Call okay. Saul, Better and... Call. Uh, do you like that? Is it... Yes. You saw Breaking Bad, obviously, yeah. the entire thing. Yeah, the whole thing. How do you compare, contrast? You know, it's it's different. It's probably it's probably a little funnier. Um, well, because of... Uh, what's his name? The main dude. Ob- Ogenthorpe or something? Uh, Bob? Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> Ogilthorpe? <laughs> o- Ogenthorpe. Yeah, it's... Like it's a Greek, that's like a, a Viking god. It's... Uh, it's Robert Ogenthorpe. Yeah, I like Wielder it. of axes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a good, it's a good show. It's a really good show. It's funny. Um, you know, you're following this, this lawyer better, you know, Saul Goodman. You better call him. But he's not Saul Goodman. He's Jimmy in this. And he's not, he has not transformed into Saul Goodman yet. So that's not even his real name. Right. That's a teaser. That's a, I mean, that's a spoiler. Uh, Yeah. Well, no, you find out like my show in like 30 seconds. (laughs) My time here is spoiled. So no, it's. Highly recommend it. I just started a new series called 
Anne with an E. Anne with an E. Yes. Are you familiar with Anne of Green Gables? Yeah. It's a revamp of Anne of Green Gables. Wow. Sounds pretty chick flick, but it, honestly, it's a really, it's a really well done. What um network? What platform? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think Better Call Saul is AMC, and and uh, Fargo is H- FX. HBO, Hulu. It's on one of those because I, I pretty much only do streaming, so I I I see Better Call Saul on. I think it's Netflix. Oh, it might they, be Netflix. They have. I think they have the old seasons they on Netflix, it. but they're yeah. not. The new one isn't on there yet. No. But you should totally check it out because it is good. I gotta watch that. My dad is really into that. I turned him on to Breaking Bad and uh, blew his mind. And he's like, "What? This is TV? Can do this? Yeah, kind of a yeah, thing." Yeah. Which I think everybody thought. Yeah. They're like, "Oh my god, this is the new age of television. Yeah, where it's actually good." Yeah, I was never. I never watched The Sopranos, and I know that Sopranos was one of those Same turning deal. points. For television, totally. And I never, well, I never watched it. It was, I was a little young. But you know? again, that was a premium. That was on HBO. Exactly. Right? That was premium service. AMC, kind of everybody gets it. Not premium service. No. Yeah. I mean, it's still cable. It's cable. It's not basic cable, yeah. but everybody pretty much gets it. And I'm still a Walking Dead fan. Really? I don't know why. It's a story. I mean, cinematography is fine. But the story is just, I just love it. I don't know mm. why. I'm just, I'm so invested in it that is I can't. Is the main dude still alive? Yeah. Rick. That's crazy. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. I can't give it up. <laughs> huh. Yeah, we, I, I watched. And I'm not a horror. I don't like season. zombie movies. I don't, I mean, there's a few zombie movies that I've watched, like Zombie like Land. Drama. I love drama. So yeah. you're more into the personal interactions than the people. Yes. Yes. Interesting. 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 Yes. Mm. Is that a show that you'd, are you, would you want to make? Better Call Saul? Is that something you'd want to work on? Yes. No. Like eventually? No, no, no. Are this are the types of projects you want to do? Like a TV? If you could make Better Call Saul in a 30-second commercial, heck yeah, sign me up. So you, you'd you rather do this, the small stuff? I would rather do the small not, stuff. Not small as in scope, but you know, small as in time. You know, there's like, there's the... Short. Years ago, I may have been interested in shooting movies and TV shows, but I'm not interested in that anymore. Mm. It's, I know, I know I've done, I've worked on short films. I've done audio for you a few times. Yeah. And I see the time investment that goes into that. Yeah. And that's why having, I have gray hairs. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have, I've been married for 12 years. Yeah. I have a two year old hoping to have some more kids. Yeah. I just am not in that life stage anymore. And so commercials are but you've got time when they're 18 and out of the house that's yeah and maybe maybe in the future you can get back into it maybe in the future yeah but right now i'm really family man drawn to commercials i just really you like can do that those in town you in can do them in days. town or you can even go you can go out of town yeah. but you're only gone for Less a couple days yeah totally so huh and i already do that a lot i already do a lot of traveling yeah what yeah what are you working on now um, nothing right now. I've got a whole bunch of corporate stuff in the can that needs to be cut. Nothing really exciting. Oh, no, post. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's so all you're post. working. I mean, you're, yeah. you're. Today. Today. Post is still working, my friend. <laughs> oh, no, no. I've got a, I've got, I, yeah, it yeah. is, but I don't, it's not what I want to do. So yeah. I get really, so I, I, I actually have a few guys that I hire out to do most of my editing. Nice. So I'm still kind of like project managing. If that makes sense, you're like the producer, EP. <laughs> I am. The, I am, and like I don't the top dog. Yeah, I don't really love that. Uh. It's. Uh, I, I would. I would much rather be a part of a project and and really make pretty pictures, mm-hmm. and then be a part of the color process 
mm. and then be done. Yeah, that sounds so really one. exciting to me. I can tell you that I'm still excited for, <laughs> yeah. for other things. Yeah, you are. What do you mean? I just like the the evolution of that because it, you know you get to a certain point, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to go this way, and I'm going to be involved in this and that, and it's going to go perfect. Nah, not really. Oh, nothing ever yeah. goes perfect. No, every every project has its compromises. Yeah. Do you, do you have anything coming up? Any projects on the books that you're looking forward to? Yeah. Um. I don't. I. I. I so many people on the show. You, Brandon, everybody mm-hmm. else, can't talk about it. Yeah. You know? But you know, it's actually. I think. I think I can actually talk about this. Um, Ooh. I actually did a job. I love it. it was I not, think I can. I think I can. You should then. You know and what? Then ask this, for forgiveness. This audience, <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not gonna spoil my secrets. Um. I know that Brandon just did a thing in Mexico for a tequila brand. Yeah. Um. I recently did something similar. Mm. But I was doing a lot more drone stuff. There's another thing to add to my uh, Sweet. Renaissance man Your bag of category. Tricks. Yeah, drone stuff. I have a drone. Good lord! I know. Sound guy, DP, director, editor, drone guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a drone. I shot. Um, I went to Mexico, shot for a tequila brand. Um, couple, two, three tequila brands. Ooh. Um, and I'm pretty sure the stuff, I don't think it matters if I say who it is. It was Salsa Tequila. Okay. Uh, Hornitos. Salsa? Salsa. 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 S-A-U-Z-A. Salsa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, Hornitos. Horn- Hornitos. Yep. And um, Hornitos and Salsa were made in the same distillery. Uh-huh. And then I was also in a, a, a higher brand called El Tesoro. El Tesoro. I've never heard. I'm a big tequila guy, but I've never heard of El Tesoro. Amazing. Did lots of shooting, drank way too much tequila. That's good. <laughs> but you know what's funny is that I did a little it's bit of it. It's basically li- a salad. So. Yeah, I did a little bit of video, and I did a lot of photography mm. and a lot of drone stuff. Photography? And photography. Like paid for the client or just for your own enjoyment? Paid for the client. Cool. So add that to my thing. What did I, you use to do the photography? Uh, Canon 5D, Mark III. Mark III? Mm-hmm. Sweet. So I shot. I shot a ton of photography, which I'm um, guessing you own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I don't sell my EF lenses. Yeah. Do you own strobes in a in a? I do not like paper backdrop too. Oh, sorry. God, you I own. Do. I do own a couple Jeez. paper backdrops. Just yeah. taking over the game, all <laughs> games. No, no, not at all. No, but I do. I own. I own some of that stuff. But uh, no, okay. I, I did that, and so Jim Beam is the the client. Jim Beam owns um, those brands, and so we will be shooting for a few other brands cool. soon. So and you'll be hanging out with Mila Kunis. Mm, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. Now I'll be. I should be going to Ireland shooting for a couple of Irish whiskey companies. When is this? Uh, in the summer, Good sometime Lord. in the summer, and what then an adventure. And then in the fall or in the fall slash winter, we should be in France. Wow. And then they say next year we'll be in Japan. So. Who? Maybe there's a secret you don't want to no, give no, away. No, no, no. Because I'm sure a lot of people are interested, and we've had a lot of questions on how do I approach this? How do I talk about this? How did you get this client? Remember my buddy that I told you about? Yeah, him. It's his client. Wow. So he brings me on. I'm, a, I'm I would say I'm his most trusted, you know, shooter. Yeah. I I'm just versatile, and so I can do a lot of stuff. Does he mainly direct, produce? What does he do? He's a shooter. Okay. I would say he's a DP. He's a camera op. DP. Cool. And so that's why I can go on there. I can assist him. I can shoot. 
If yeah. he needs me to shoot, I can do photography. I can do drone. Wow. So we're kind of a partnership on those kind of jobs. We try to tag team and mm. just get the product done. It's virtual tours kind of stuff. So they're going to be making some applications, a web app or uh, not phone applications, mm. and then uh, dropping it all in. So that's amazing. It's fun. It's uh, it's really neat, and I get a lot of experience with bourbon and tequila and Irish whiskey and. It's nice cool. brands, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in that. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I could I, do that. I'll trade you for a job. Maybe, I, I, maybe I love we'll... the travel. Yeah. So <laughs> traveling is fun. I hate actually traveling, like yes. the act of tra- love, like leaving my current bubble, entering a, a capsule in the air, and then you know entering another bubble. Yeah. But I like it when I get there. Yep. <laughs> and I want to do more of that. You know. So have you seen anything cool lately? Cool. Television shows, movies, commercials. Yeah, I think we talked about in the last episode, all the movies I watched on the plane. Oh, yeah, you watched like five movies. Yeah, but recently uh, my wife and I went to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I mm-hmm. believe this is its official title. It's awesome. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show my cards here. Go ahead. I like... Superhero movies when they are shown. It's a but. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't ever seek them out. Ever. Oh. I will never go pay money to see one. My wife was really interested in Transformers for a long time. And so it's I. A superhero I, movie. I know. She would force me to go see them. That's a two hour long music video with robots. <laughs> with a lot of cla- <laughs> clanking metal. It's yeah. just nothing but grinding <laughs> metal for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, Megatron. She, she loved that. I don't know why. She liked Bumblebee, so yeah. she forced me to go watch two or three of those movies. Hmm. But there's a new one coming seen, out. I have not seen a superhero movie in a theater since I was. You should. It's the way to see it. Yeah. If yeah, I mean, if if you're not like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and watch this on my TV for the story and really analyze the cinematography. If you just want an experience, yeah. Go and see, experience I, I'm a sucker it. for a story, so yeah. I can totally get wrapped up in a story. I'm not like Brandon. I like, <laughs> I like, I like robes. I don't like robes, but I, but I will watch. I'm wearing a robe I, right watch, now. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want to bring it up. Oh yeah. I, sorry, I should close this flap. Uh, uh, robes. <laughs> Every time you guys talk about it, it cracks me up. The yeah, robes, because he's a goober. He is a goober. Yeah. I, I, I like I like story. So if it's a good story and okay. but that's the thing, like I don't feel like some of the, the superhero movies have good stories. I totally agree. I still visually, like them. <laughs> visually, I mean they're amazing. Yeah. I right? mean I'm some impressed. Some of the stuff that you can pull off in those movies is insane. Yeah. VFX are pretty insane. It's crazy. My my buddy and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh about so okay. Best cinematography, you know, at the Oscars. Um, a lot of people are angered that some of these films, like Life of Pi and other ones, vi- very visual effects heavy, have won for best cinematography. And we got into a discussion about how it's not actually a lot easier to shoot a VFX heavy movie. You are th- thinking about and lighting things that aren't really there. Yeah. There's a little more that goes into it. What are your thoughts on this? Like, I know you. Pro- I don't know if you've done a lot of anything like that, but no. What do you feel? I shy away from anything VFX, yeah. like even green screen. I just 
But just thinking about it, if you're yeah. like, okay, there's this oh, guy I, in a boat in a sea that doesn't really exist and a non-existent whale is jumping over him and then yeah. he's in an environment where the sun's coming in and out of clouds and then it gives tonight and then there's oh. luminescent plankton. It's insane. How do you I like mean, that? <laughs> like, yeah, like Mad Max. How did they do that? Right? Like Time of day. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that movie is amazing and terrible at the same time. Yeah. I love, I love visually it's amazing. Yeah. Basic story. Story I don't really care for. Yeah. Um, but I'm just blown away by how the heck did they do that? And it looks real. Yeah. It doesn't look like they made it with CGI. That movie was an experience. We I went and saw that in theaters and I was stoked. So so stoked for yeah. when that was coming out. Yeah. Went and saw it like opening week and just mind blown. But you know what? I'm still blown away by Jurassic Park. Really? With all this, the plot holes and story issues? I love Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, my God. I just watch it, and I'm like, this is the best. That's crazy. So, I don't know. I like I like visual effects. I don't want to do them, but yeah. I appreciate them. Huh. I don't know how people... What, how do you feel about a split cinematography category at the Academy Awards? I think I'm in favor of that. One specifically for visual effects films, one for yeah. more like 90% real? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I am. Interesting. What do you? I don't know. I, you know, we were debating that, and I initially I was like, no, it, it's all cinematography. It's all, you know, shooting for the the story. Do and they the have needs of the film? Do they have Do they have visual effects category? I mean, well, they have you... like best visual effects. Okay, like yeah, but well, maybe then I don't know. Maybe that's good enough. I don't know. I don't follow that. I don't follow that stuff. I don't mm. know why. I I think I found out. All right. There's too many things I've heard in the in the past it's that all like yeah that it's all rigged and so I just it's don't I don't pay attention to it you yeah know? I just I, get you. I I like it but I don't know there's a funny <clears throat> who was it Tim Taylor Tim Tim Allen or Jerry Seinfeld or I think it was Jerry Seinfeld giving this speech about awards ceremonies and how ridiculous they are. He's like, oh, my God, you did this thing, and you, oh, you emoted, and, oh, you're going to get a little gold man statue because you're the best in the world. Oh, great. And awards suck. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, if I was shooting movies, I'd want those awards. Right? I would. Prestigious. Yeah. But. Well, here's the thing. If you're shooting, if you're one of those top DPs, the moment you even get nominated. Oh, yeah. You never stop working again. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're up for all the big movies and. That's the dream. That's the the mountaintop. Heck yeah. That's the the summiting Everest, which you kind of can't now because that one no. Hillary Step thing collapsed. That what? Did you hear about that? No. Sorry to change subjects, but the Hillary Step. The Hillary Step. Hillary? I think it's Hillary. It's some step. It's some ice formation on Mount Everest just collapsed, which is like the main route that people took to the top of Everest. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that Mount Everest is not the most deadly mountain that people climb? It's K two. Yes. Yeah. I just found that out the other day. That's I because I'm that. a mountaineering expert. <laughs> I, I I I don't know where I was. Probably some bullcrap, yeah, corporate video thing, and they were talking about it. Some and I executives, was like, some CEOs, exactly. Well, and I, me and my young ones went <laughs> summited K two last month. And yeah, I think we'll go to the Hamptons this year. And I was like, okay, K two is <laughs> the most dangerous. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I did know that. Oddly enough, there was this movie back in the day that I loved. That was actually really bad. I went and watched it recently uh, called, what was it called? It was about summiting K2 vertical 
something. What did you say, Bart? Vertical Horizon. Oh, no. What was he called? It was the guy that... Okay, so my favorite movie in the world that I've talked about <laughs> is Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Have you seen it? No. I've never even heard of it. It stars a guy... Well, first of all, it's got uh, the cop from Breaking Bad, the main Dean yeah. Dean yeah. Uh, Dean Norris. Yeah. Um, and it stars so Starship Troopers stars. What year is this film? Uh, ninety seven. Stars Casper Van Dien. No idea. Who's who since is. been relegated to like B movie hell for whatever reason? Is this a Casper? If you're listening, I'd love to know what happened. Where'd you go? Is this a, you like it because of the cinematography? Or Starship like Troopers? It, yeah. Or do you like it because you just it's just nostalgic? All, all No, all around. I mean, it, it looks beautiful. The visual effects for the, for the year are some of the best. Like, even today, they blow away visual effects today. These bugs crawling around and, I mean, explosions. It's I have to check that out. Crazy. But then also the uh, subliminal messaging and uh, parody of kind of dictatorial regimes and it's done by uh paul verhoven who did uh robocop oh he did a bunch of dutch movies he got banned from hollywood he's super uh what's sort of looking for why did he get banned from he, put, he pushed the boundaries too much i mean did you ever see ah oh, god what did he do was it like child pornography no 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 okay. he uh what's the one about pole dancers Striptease? Uh, no. That's the only. I only remember that from my childhood when the girl from Saved by the Bell apparently got naked. I've never seen it. Paul Verhoeven did. I wasn't on IMDb, so I couldn't find uh, Casper Van Dien thing. Paul Verhoeven did Hollow Man. Showgirls. Hollow Man was terrible. Yeah, with uh, Kevin Bacon. Showgirls. I never saw that, but that's with. Go watch it. That's Ashton Kutcher's old wife, right? Um, Elizabeth Berkley. No. Um, no, I don't think so. Huh. Cast. But he got banned from Hollywood because of that movie? Elizabeth Berkley. No, no, no. It, I mean, just, it was kind of a flop, and it was very uh, sexual, okay. obviously. It's yeah. about showgirls. Um, well, Hollow Man, did you see that? Yeah, I did. What did you think? Cheesy. I mean, that was like when really I was in cheesy. junior high. But talk about good VFX. You're talking, you know, Disappearing Monkey. Like, that's yeah. kind of crazy for the yeah. day. Uh, what was I talking about Starship Troopers for, though? Because that's your favorite movie. I know, but it was in relation to something else. Casper Van Dien and the movie he was in about climbing a mountain. Oh, K2. Uh, <laughs> this is just the how craziest conversation. Uh, was it Ratpocalypse? No. Was it Sharktopus versus Werewolf? No. I don't think so. Was it Fire Twister? Avengers Grimm? Mm, it might have been. 500 Mile Power Quality. Storm? Was it? No. Quality. Quality films. It was way, way back in the day. 2000. Now I got to find it. God. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. You're, li- uh. you're, you're listening to my frustration. You got anything you're it working on? It was in Sleepy Hollow. Sleep. Oh. Sorry. Interesting. Sorry. Is there anything? Is there anything that you're excited about coming up? <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to ask you. I know. Uh, what am I excited about? I'm excited about finding the title of this movie. <laughs> I am excited about going to Ireland. When are you doing that? 
don't know. It's not it's not booked. Um, the client's a little flaky. They don't tell us we're going until it's probably two weeks out. Yeah. So I don't know when they told us we're doing it, but for all I know, it could be next year. But um, that's probably one of the projects I'm the most. Were you shooting about the whiskey? Right shooting the whiskey brand? Mm-hmm. Kilbaggin. 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 Irish whiskey. Is that like Bilbo Baggins? Yeah, it's his. Uh, it's his uh, whiskey brand. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Now, so how long are you gonna be there? You know, um, like if you don't know the dates, maybe don't know, know the dates. Yeah, well, the, when we did the Mexico job, we were there for a week, so I would assume this would be about the same time. Could be a little bit less. That's cool. Are you going to go early and stay late and kind of do some exploring? I would love to, but probably not. My wife doesn't have a ton of vacation time. <laughs> Is she going to go with you? No, and that's oh. that's why I wouldn't. That's why I'd want to get back to my little guy and her. Man, but that would be cool. Yeah. I think my wife and I have talked about that too. If things get to that point where I'm traveling a lot that yeah. she'll, you know, maybe come with or, yeah. you know, come out and visit during those times. I've done this uh, running gun job in January, the last six years, where I got to go to Hawaii. Yeah. And three of the years I've brought my wife, and it's been pretty uh, amazing. Is that through the same client? No. Totally different. It's a makeup company. Ooh, how'd you get that? Same guy that I uh, work <laughs> with. I'm telling you, I do yeah. a lot of work for him. And he's been excellent. He's been he's been uh, detrimental to me, my Go, career. Going anywhere really? else. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's giving you money, but he's just not allowing you the flexibility to kind of do the personal projects, right? Oh, no, no, no. I do. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, that's I, what I mean. You're working so much that uh, it's kind of hard to- He keeps to... me busy, but it's not that busy. I yeah. do a lot of stuff on my own, but it's the stuff that I don't want to do. I trade hmm. it for something else in a heartbeat. Hmm. So you're excited for that. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for you. Yeah. And That's you just great. got back from Portugal. Which, yeah. We'll go back one year. Did you get your film? Talk? Yeah, you get your back, film back? Funny you asked. Last night, I got an email from the lab. That, yeah, my download's ready. So oh, got, so they send you digital files. Well, yeah, I paid for scans, too. So they'll send me the, the negatives are on their way back to me, but then I also paid for them to scan them. Um on a, a Noritsu and Frontier digital scanners. Do they send you like a thumb drive or something? No, they just, it's a downloadable file. And they're oh. just, which I hate, they're just JPEGs. They're not TIFFs, oh. which is kind of stupid. Um, but they're cool. Yeah, there's some, there's... Have you got them? I did got them. I looked at them last night. Yeah, there's and like probably 10 out of the ten? nine rolls, 10 photos. And that's like 24 frames per roll? 36, 36 on some of them. Yeah. And I shot nine rolls. There's like 10 that I, I will potentially frame. Cool. Yeah. That's, so there's some cool That's ones. awesome. Yeah. Would you, when you would shoot, like, let's say you want to shoot this cool castle. Yeah. Would you take like one shot or would you take like six shots? Depend. If, if it was like amazing and something that was just blowing my mind, I'd take three or four. Okay. Yeah. But most, most things, I, I just find the right angle, one photo done and you said you brought your light meter bought my brought my meter yeah which so i'm kind of interested on how because scanning can really affect that yeah because they can affect black black point white point midpoint all that jazz so i want to know i am interested to get the negatives back get a, a photo scanner of my own scan them and see because there's some of the photos where i feel like there's a lot more information there than they gave to me in the scan yeah yeah so going on, I know we're probably needing to wrap up here soon, yeah. but I want to talk to you about light meters. Sure. Because I, I've, I've, I've been able to be on shoots with you and I've seen you 
exposed with a light meter. Yeah. And, uh, and for being the age you are, you're probably a rare bird. Maybe. You think? A lot of people do with monitors and false color and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So so talk to me about that. Like why why, why do you still do it that way? And why like for a couple of reasons. So uh one on scouts, I can tell kind of ambience of a, a room, a set, or whatever before I put up anything. Um two, on set, we can start lighting prior to the camera even being ready. Uh so I can get certain levels, ratios, whatever going prior to even having a camera body up and a monitor up. So when you're talking about ratios. Yeah. So like so key to fill, all that. Yeah. So backlight. you're thinking like, you know, like, oh, we want this to be a two to one or a one to four. So, yeah, exactly. Or I'm looking at you know, what we currently have. It's like, oh, it's four stops down on the side. Like, do you typically do ratios of light or ratios like foot candles or do you usually do like stops? Stops. Stops. Yeah. I don't do anything in foot candles. What's your favorite ratio from key to fill? Favorite ratio? Yeah. If you were going to shoot like something, you know, nice and moody or. Ooh. I mean, at that point you can go like super heavy with it. I mean, some of my stuff is, yeah. There's no ratio. There's like one to 1,000. What do you... Like what, black. <laughs> do you, so you like you gravitate towards much more contrast than... Love it. Yeah. I, I love heavy shadows and, yeah, moody. A lot of the stuff I want to shoot and will shoot because I refuse to do other stuff is, is going to be moody, dark, thriller, horror, sci-fi. So the last the last short film that I worked on you with, Pink Quarter Moon. Yeah. Matt Mark Adam Brown Adam Adam Mark Brown Adam Mark Brown yeah what uh what were what were your kind of goals with that what were you trying to shoot kind of ratio wise were moody you... I wasn't going for a specific ratio is mainly using the meter to see kind of what ratio we're at and how I need to augment that to I don't know just get a little a little a little more moody and you typically shoot for do you know like oh we're going to be doing a lot of a heavy grade on this or do you shoot to try to make it as close in camera as possible close in camera as possible yeah that's that's kind of the running absolutely everybody kind of get says it right that. and then you can just yeah, tweak it a little bit if you need to like in some of the stuff i was shooting daylight balanced under both tungsten and daylight mixed lighting and i'm like okay and we're gonna need to pull out a little red i know that going into it because i know how to sensor but you're shooting it. raw yeah. And that helps with color grading. Like, I can't do that in my Canon. Another reason why it's so good to get it as close as you can in camera. Yeah. Cool. So Very cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. We, I we feel like I could go on for hours and hours oh, and yeah. hours. Oh, yeah. I love this stuff. All this. I, I live and breathe this stuff. We may have to do a follow-up episode. I would love to do that. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Uh, one final thing. We're, um, so since you do it all and since people may want to hire you to do various tasks, video related, where can they find you online on the internets? I have a website. You do? It's extremely outdated. It comes from your design days. Yeah, one <laughs> of them. I have two. So I, I, I operate, and that's another. That's in a whole other discussion we could probably talk about. Because yeah. I know you have the website, alexanderelkins.com. Correct. Right now, I have joshemerson.com, which is all about my design stuff, which is hasn't been updated probably since 2005. Okay. And my business name is Newsquire, N-E-U-E-S-Q-U-I-R-E.com. N-E-U-E. And that's all about okay. video. But as a freelance guy who wants to be a DP, yeah. 
I don't know if that's the right route for me. So maybe I'll have to think about that. Take your Josh Emerson donaim and turn it into your personal. Yeah. Is my vote. And just ditch my business altogether? Or no, keep it. What do I do with that site? Do business with it? <laughs> uh, yeah, turn joshemerson.com. I might just mirror person. them, honestly. Me if you too. go to either, it takes you to joshemerson.com. Done. Yeah. Simple, simple. And then okay, my so, invoices still go as Newsquire. So Newsquire.com. Newsquire.com. Are you on social media? Uh, yes. Twitter, it's Josh Emerson. Yep. At Josh Emerson. Uh, and uh, Instagram, Instagram. At, at Josh Emerson. At Josh That's Emerson. new for me. I never did Instagram, but I just recently started doing it. It's, Do uh, it more. I'm really interested in it. It's really kind of fun. People are getting hired off it. Keep that's it. that's yeah. what I've noticed. And that's not the only reason I'm doing it. It's just I realized, like, it's creative, yeah. you know. So I'm like, I need to do this because it's, it's kind of fun. I go to I go to Facebook and I only want to see people see people's pictures. That's <laughs> and that's all Instagram for. is. So yeah. I was like, but now you can put okay. bunny ears on your friend if you do a live video. So I do that. <laughs> that's that's all my pictures. They're only that. No, uh, I'm that's right. All right. At Josh Emerson, newsquare.com. Yep. Josh Emerson, one man band extraordinaire, does it all, knows it all. <laughs> Hire him. Dude, thanks for coming on the show. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah. And we'll do it again soon. All Cheers. Right, appreciate it. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.